What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Who Place, where we talk about basketball and wrestling, unscripted and uncensored. My name is Jarrell Thomas. I'm Jonathan Brown. And we got quite a bit to talk about today. A lot has happened in the past couple of weeks. Um, first thing, talking about wrestling. Um, so I didn't really get to fully watch the show, mainly because I was suffering from burnout. But um, AEW Revolution happened. Um, again, I, I don't really remember too much. Um, the show was five hours, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I was out of it. I was completely fucking out of it. But we can start off with the pre-show. Um, Layla Hurst beat Chris Statlander. Um, go Layla, I guess. Uh, John, did you have any thoughts about that? Nope, nope. <laughs> um, the second match, which was match of the night, I'm joking, but obviously, um, Hook beat uh, QT Marshall. Um, obviously, nobody cares about QT Marshall, but Hook is just amazing. Um, he did what needed to be done. Tap that man out, but yeah. Uh, what do you think about Hook? Hook, he's that guy. He's that guy. Most definitely. And then the last match on the pre-show was Malachi back Brody King and Buddy Matthews in his first AW match versus Pack Penta and Eric Redbeard, also formerly known as Eric Rowan. And I really don't remember this. Um, John, did anything in this happen for real? No, I don't recall. Uh, well, the House of Black won, so I guess that's all that really matters. But moving properly into the main card, Eddie Kingston beat the shit out of Chris Jericho for good. Thank God, because if they if if Chris Jericho had beat Eddie Kingston, I would have been so fucking pissed. Um, I'm I'm just happy with that. Um, but John, what did you think about that match? Uh, the Eddie Kingston Jericho match. Yeah. Mm. All I can recall from the match is that Eddie Kingston, you know, beat Jericho fair and square. I think he made Jericho tap out. Yeah, he did. He made Jericho tap yeah. out, and Jericho didn't shake his hand. That is some sore loser shit. For real. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, the next match on the card, the Jungle Boy. Every fucking time, man, that is not the name. The Jurassic Express. Um, get shut up, shut up. <laughs> they beat Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. No, I'm not letting you be happy about this. No, no. Red Dragon should have won. Um, in regards to the match, I was not impressed. Um, it's the same shit, bro. They had the same fucking match every single pay-per-view. Every single pay-per-view was the same fucking match. It don't matter what team, if it involves the Young Bucks or the fucking Jungle Boys. You know what? Fuck it. I don't care. That's their names now, the Jungle Boys. I don't give a fuck. The, if it involves one of the two teams, it's going to be the exact same fucking match. How the fuck do you fuck up Red Dragon? They should have won. They should have won. Now, for the people that did enjoy that match, um, I mean, more power to you, but I'm sick of seeing the same fucking match every single pay-per-view. So that's just me. But, uh, John, what did you think? Um, About the tag team match, I thought Redragon was going to win. I thought they were going to win. But I'm not mad with Jurassic Express, you know? At least it's not the young part. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I will. I will accept that because only, only because I didn't. You made that point. You right. You right. You right. Not the young bucks. So. Oh God. Next up, the face of the Revolution ladder match. Uh, we had Christian, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Will Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and of course the eventual winner Wardlow. I fucked with this match heavy. Um, I I wanted Ricky Starks to win, but you know. Of course, I was happy for Warlow, but we're going to talk a little bit more about Warlow a little bit later. A little bit later. Um, yeah, it was solid. It was solid. Um, the only thing I wanted to make sure was that Orange Cassidy didn't fucking win, and he didn't. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy for Warlow. I'm a fan of Warlow. I just wanted Ricky Starks to win, but it's okay. Because when they break up Team Taz, just give him every single title. Him and Wheelhouse. Actually, just keep them a team and just give them every single title. But John, what did you think about the ladder match? Uh, I thought it was a good match. I thought Keith Lee was going to win. However, Keith Lee didn't win, and I'm actually I'm actually fine with Wardlow. I'm fine with Wardlow. Wardlow, Wardlow, he's over. He's over. He's the heel that's going to be a face. He's the heel that everyone cheers for. That makes. I mean, he's not a heel homo. I mean, yeah, yeah. Turning on MJF, but I'm actually I, he 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 was the heel that everyone cheered for. Yeah, that is true. And now next on the card, this is my my very 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 personal favorite match on the card. <laughs> we had um that black woman, that strong black woman, Jay <clears throat> Cargill, beating the cheater. The adulterer Ty Conti in less than seven minutes. Amen. Moment of the night. You know exactly what I'm about to talk about, man. You know the match, man. First of all, Jay Cargill, she had a dude with the violin playing during her entry tops here, man. And she looked like a little combat character in the green hair and Jesus. And then before the match even started, right? She's playing mind games with Ty Conti. She walks up at Ty Conti, get on her face, grabs her face, and gives her a kiss. Now, I don't know what we have done as wrestling fans to deserve this, but, you know, first we had the split off between Sasha and Melina at the Rumble, and now we got this. And I just say, to all of that, I say, yes. That is all I have to, yes. I don't, I don't care about the match. Well, I do care about the match because it was Jay Cargill's best match. By far, not to say that she was a bad wrestler or anything. So to all of the racist people who saying she's green can get off her dick now. We'll get off her pussy because she doesn't have a dick. But anyways, solid match. I'm happy for Jade. She's now 29 and 0. And if the rumors are true, she might be going 30 and 0 against Ember Moon from what I'm hearing. But John, what did you think about that match? Um yeah, you know, I knew it was going to be a domination match. I knew it was going to be a squash match. But uh, glad Jay Cargill came out for the win. Yeah. How, how did you feel about the uh, the opening of that match? The opening? Oh, uh, I mean, she did kiss her on the forehead. I think it was a uh, – It was not the forehead. It was not the forehead. No, 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 no. Uh, dynamite. When dynamite. Oh, oh. When Dynamite. So I wasn't surprised. Oh. I was like, oh, like, oh okay. Okay, Jade. Hey, Do you? I wish it was me. It should have been me. 
It's Zillow. Well, do you, Jay? Hey, man. Bro, what, niggas what put that shit on say? a t shirt, dog. What dog Nicholas say? Should have been, been me. It should have been me. Oh, Jesus Christ. And now the next match, ladies and gentlemen, it happened. It fucking happened. Let's 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 dive into this match. So CM Punk versus MJF in the dog cloud match. And the first thing that happened, this nigga MJF came out to CM Punk's music, man. That is the best heel of fucking wrestling. I don't care what anybody else has to say about it. But then it goes dark and it goes quiet. And you hear some familiar music. And it's not called to personality, but it's a very, very, very familiar song that everybody knows. It's CM Punk's old Ring of Honor music. And he comes out in the Ring of Honor gear, the long white shorts. And everybody's like, oh shit, MJF might fucking die. And they straight get to killing each other, man. Like, that shit was brutal. Like, that shit was straight fucking brutal. Like, it was blood everywhere. So, but it wasn't too much blood to the point where, like, the, the, the not the, the casual fans weren't completely turned off, but it was fucking great. And then the fucking finish, dude. I've been waiting on this shit for months. For months. So MJF, he somehow manages to get out of the dog collar and he gets Warlow, right? He tells Warlow, come to the ring, bring me that diamond ring so I can knock Punk out. Warlow comes out, but look, he can't find the ring, right? He can't find it. So, MJF turns around to go back, and CM Punk hits him with the go to sleep. CM Punk's not, he's knocked down, he can't really move like that. Warlow goes in his pocket, and he pulls the ring, he was like, oh, it was in that pocket, right? And then he sits that bitch in front of CM Punk and walks off, bro, for the biggest pop of the night. Warlow has finally left MJF, man. He's finally on that fucking face turn. I'm I'm so fucking happy for that shit, dude. But John, what did you think about all of this? The match and the face turn. Um, say the truth, it, it was a very bloody match, very bloody, which we expected and we wanted. Uh, Wardlow turning on MJF was not surprising because it's like MJF and his group they've been holding Wardlow from performing powerbomb. You know, Wardlow just wants to do his own thing and just powerbomb the fuck out of everyone. So I wasn't surprised about the base turn. Uh, a little disappointing because it's like, how do I say it? It was kind of predictable when he came out and he said, give me the ring. It was kind of predictable because I knew he just wasn't going to give the ring. However, solid into a rivalry. Now we got a new rivalry, MJF and Wardlow. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of rivalries, um, this is well, this is the part of the show where my brain turned off. So, out of the last four matches, I only truly watched one. Um, this match was for the Way UW Women's Championship, it was Dr. Mid Baker DMD versus Thunder Rosa, and um, I was bored, I was burnt out, I was tired, I didn't give a fuck. And my only request was that Thunder Rosa beat Mid-Baker. But did AEW do that? No. 
No, they did not. And I don't understand why Thunder Rosa is not the champ. Because I'm sorry, like, I was, I, like, for, for those of y'all that were saying, oh, Britt Baker is the best winners wrestler in the world, no. Um, Jay Cargill has made her look irrelevant at basketball games. At fucking basketball games, I might add. Um, I don't know if anything happened. Apparently, this match went 17 minutes, so apparently they must have did something, but of course, she cheated to win, like she always does. Um, so no, I I I want her title reign to end. Matter of fact, I want a shot at Britt Baker. I don't give a fuck about Jamie Hader fine ass. Hey, I know it's Melanie March, but hey, man, just let me have it. Just let me have it. Just let me have it. Jamie Hader, bro. Jamie Hader is a fine ass white woman, bro. I'm sorry. I, it had to be said. It had to be said. Excuse me, my brother. Hey, man. Excuse I, me, my brother. Listen, listen, listen. Excuse it's me. not my type, but if it were, man, she'd be on my list. My Excuse me, my brother. Excuse hey, man. Her and uh, what's Shorty from NXT? Yeah. Nikita Lyons? Hey, bro. That girl. Excuse me, my brother. <laughs> hey, that girl Excuse completely ruined black history for black I, I wrestling Twitter, bro. She's single handedly. I'm just like, yo. It's like I get it, but y'all gotta chill. <laughs> niggas, bro, niggas was throwing it that shit in the trash for white women. I'm like, hey, you let, let, listen, let's calm down a little bit. Let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> but uh John, what did you think about that match? <laughs> uh Dr. Mid uh Britt Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Britt Baker Mayfield, though, like, I'm fucking rolling. Baker, Dr. Mid Baker Mayfield. Or, yeah, Baker Mayfield, yeah, that's how you say his name. Um, I'm crying. Yeah, I'm glad there's a new title belt. I'm glad there's... Oh, no, that, that is hard, though. That shit is clean. I'm glad there's a new belt. Bigger, you know, it doesn't... It's not outshined by the TBS, even though I think the TBS is the better... Belt design in the women's championship, even new one. It's so, better in general. Yeah, it's better in general because you know Jay Cargo is holding it. Yeah, it's always better in black. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I I'm, I am. The only thing I care about was the new title. I, I yeah. did not care that match. I was like, ooh, new title belt. Let me search it up on Twitter, see the HD version of it, and uh, yeah. Mm. And then our next match on the card, my favorite match for a multitude of fucking reasons. John Moxley beat Brian Danielson, man. And only thing, the first thing I have to say is yes, that shit was fucking beautiful, man. It was carnage. It was violent. They were beating the shit out of each other, man. And then John Moxley, like, he he won with the roll up, and we all sitting like, "What the fuck just happened?" Because we was all pissed. Because we like, "Here y'all go doing roll up finishes at a fucking pay per view," but then it made sense. So after the match, Brian Danielson's pissed, right? I've obviously as he should be. He just lost off a roll up after a fucking fire ass match, right? So they start beating the shit out of each other, right? Security come and they're trying to break it up, but they don't work. So they got the big guns come out, my nigga. You know who the big gun is? 
She made my day. William motherfucking Regal is an AEW dog. And he gets in the ring. And he smacks the shit out of John Moxley, telling him to get his shit together. And Brian Danielson laughing like, you know, like when your sibling was getting your getting their ass whooped and you start laughing. And then the parent come back and start whooping your ass too. He come through, boom, smack the shit out of Danielson. Made them shake hands. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have the team of Brian Danielson and John Moxley. And their manager is fucking William Regal. I'm, I'm happy. I'm so fucking happy. But John, what did you think about that match and then that ending? Like, how how just how did you feel when all of this went down? Uh, the match ending when um Brian Danielson got pinned, I thought it was stupid. Like that was a stupid ending. But um, William Regal coming out is coming out. It remind it just brought back like, oh man, like black and gold NXT. Like, he comes in, he asserts his authority, he tells you how what was right and what's wrong. This is what we're going to do. So it, it was just, it was great to see William Regal back on TV, even though it was a different company. I want him to stay in NXT, but hey, I'm coming. All right. And now the last two matches, that's where I tapped out, y'all. That's where I tapped out. I don't I don't know who won. But you know, let's let's just let us just give it to John. Um it was old man sting, Sammy Guevara, and the abuser himself, Darby Allen, taking on Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Um what what did you think? I didn't pay attention to that match. I did not pay attention. Um, well, apparently, old man Sting, Sammy, and the abuser won. So, um, go them. But I'm gonna talk more about the. I'm gonna talk more about Matt Hardy. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And then the last match on the card. Um, it got 25 minutes, and I didn't even know because the fire alarm went off in my dorm for bullshit ass reason. But um. It was the battle of the Adams for the world title. Adam Cole versus Adam Page. And John, take it away. What did you think? Or did you pay attention to it or anything? Or oh Jesus. <clears throat> Man, when I tell you that show was dead ass five hours, dog. I just straight up no. Burnt so out. um, yeah. So um, so those of y'all who popped in for the AEW watch party, um I don't know, bro. That Loki might be like the only one we ever do, dog. Cause that shit was no. No. Cause they do not know how to fucking pace their shows or just cut down the runtime. Like, bro, just because it's a big ass event does not mean every fucking show needs to be four at least four hours, bro. Like, Nick, even WWE figured that shit out now. Like, that was one of their big problems. Like, hell, they cut WrestleMania into two fucking nights, which they should have been doing anyway, but you know. But yeah, um, that's AEW Revolution. Um, and now just to talk, our next topic really is just kind of like just some wrestling news over the past couple of weeks that's happened, man. Um, the first thing I want to touch on, um, this ruined my night yesterday. Um, so Pete Dunn is on SmackDown. But his name's not Pete Dunn anymore. It's um Butch. Um 
I, I just want to know what went into this decision. Why did Pete Dunn agree to this? Um, no. Like, I get if it was just because, you know, he wanted to um, not, you know, have WWE try to uh, copyright his name and trademark his name and everything. But um, Butch, my nigga? Really? Butch. Really? Really. But, John, what do you think about the name change? The stupidest thing, bro. Like, why would they? Why? Why? Just let him come up as Pete Dunn was the main roster and he would just kick everybody ass. But why Butch in that on a tag team that's failing? Sheamus oh, and Rich Hawk, they're not entertaining. They're not. Nobody hey, 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 I am all for the Rich hey, Holland slander, but you will not disrespect Sheamus, motherfucker. I will not let you do that. No. I'm sorry. When Ridge Holland and, and Sheamus come on TV, it's a bathroom break. I'm I'm pulling out my phone. I'm I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter minding my business. Okay, Spe- I'm not paying no. attention. Speaking of Ridge Holland, um, oh Jesus. So for the I don't know if for many people remember, but um, he did fuck up Johnny Gargano once, you know, and I guess he tried to give Biggie. Belly to belly suplex on the outside, and it did not. Um, I don't. I don't even want to describe what happened. Um, all I say is that Biggie has a broken neck, and that video was really hard to watch. Um, that's why another reason, like, you know, I kind of get pissed off when people be saying wrestling is fake because it's like, I mean, to an extent, it is like, but it's more scripted because it's like, bro, like motherfuckers is really out, like niggas is getting hurt doing this shit. Like legit, like one thing goes wrong. I mean, shit, niggas could get injured, niggas could be paralyzed, niggas could die. And it's like, um, I mean, I hope for a speedy recovery. Um, damn, bro, but that shit sucks. That shit really does suck. But John, what did you? What What was your first reaction when you when you saw it and when you found out his uh, neck was broken? Uh. When I first saw it on Twitter, I was like, ooh. But then I remembered uh, Mad Cat Moss laying on his head. Yeah. And I thought, oh, Biggie probably got a concussion or like a stiff neck that Mad, that Mad Cat Moss is doing just to promote the storyline. And then when I saw he got carried out on the stretcher, I was like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. I still hope it's part of the storyline. And then he and then Biggie said he broke his neck. And I was like, dang, so he's out of WrestleMania. And so now Biggie hurt and Xavier Woods is hurt. So it's like, man, New Day is out for the year. Yeah. But Biggie yeah. did say he does not need surgery. That is great news. Yeah, that is a good thing. That is good. Man, it, it sucks, though, because I, I love Big E. I just hope he gets a speed recovery and everything. Um, And now moving to some AEW news. Um, Now, when I first heard about it, I mean, I didn't really, like, not to say I didn't care, but it's just like, oh, 
Um, AEW bought Ring of Honor. Um, good for Ring of Honor, I guess. Um, you know, my big thing with Ring of Honor is like, you know, just the old stuff. Like, I'm not really too interested in the new stuff. Um, maybe I guess that means that uh, Jay Lethal can go back to Ring of Honor, leave AEW, um, because they ain't doing shit with him. Um, who else is in Ring of Honor? Who's the Ring of Honor shit? Isn't it fucking Zack Ryder? I feel like it's Zack Ryder, bro. He's an NWA. Or TN. Um, um, let me look. I, it's somebody I know. Oh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler is the fucking NXT champion, bro. Who booked that shit? <clears throat> I thought NXT was supposed to be a development. So now the veterans developing themselves. Oh, Jonathan Gresham is the Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, and then, like, even though I don't watch TNA, um, I just want to say that Tasha Steeles is the uh, Impact Knockouts champion. Um, Black women, like I said, man, Melanie March, man, it's working wonders. But the last wrestling news topic that I want to talk about. <sighs> so on Dynamite on Wednesday, right? Of course, I haven't truly watched the wrestling show in a while. I mean, I did watch SmackDown. Oh, yeah, Ricochet's the Intercontinental Champion, as he should be. But um, I'm seeing highlights, right? I didn't even look at the um, comment. You know, so, like, Matt Hardy, the, the, the Hardy Party, Andrade, family, whatever the fuck they call it. They all in the ring. And I'm, Matt Hardy wasn't wearing a suit. And they kicked him out, right? So they start beating his ass. And then, like, the, I think the Jungle Boys that came out, you know, it was Darby and Sting, and they took their time to get to the ring, right? And they started, you know, the Hardy Party family, that's whatever the fuck their name is. They start beating the shit out of them, too, right? And then, out of nowhere, we hear Loaded, and everybody goes crazy. And I'm sitting like, fuck, like, ain't no, because it's like, you know, the rumors were there. But nobody truly believed it. We all thought the man was going to retire. But no, out of the tunnel, that man out of Charlotte, North Carolina, ladies Cameron. and gentlemen. Cameron, Cameron North Carolina. Cameron, yeah, that is. Cameron, North Carolina, bro. Jeff Hardy is an AEW. The Hardy boys are back together. So... That only means one thing, and I only want this one thing. The Hardy Boys should beat the Jungle Boys for the titles. And that way, they would have held a title in every single major promotion in the world. Now, I don't know about NWA. I don't, who the fuck cares about NWA anyway? I don't know if they want to, but WWE, TNA, WCW, Ring of Honor, everywhere, dude. So please, Tony Khan, make that shit happen. I am glad that they could use Loaded in AEW, man. I fucking love that song. And it just fits the Hardys. Like, I like Mikey Rust Urkis, man, shout out to him. But I don't I don't know if because I mean he would have done the Hardys justice, but it just wouldn't have been, you know. I mean, dude, they were using Jeff's music in TNA and you know, Jeff only got a couple good songs, okay? Let's be honest. A couple. But, John, what, how do you feel about Jeff Hardy on AEW? 
Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, the way WWE released him and they try to bring him back, it's kind of messed up. But I'm I'm glad he was he's with Matt again, and uh, yeah, let's hope his, uh, he has a good run in AEW. Yeah, and then they they get that new they they just, they got to do straight up, bro. That which is hard. So I I just might have to copy. I'm not even gonna hold you. I just might. I just might. But our last wrestling topic of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about some of the worst wrestling storylines of all time, and. I have to start this list off right. I mean, come on, it's obvious. Katie Vick. Um, nope. I don't even want to describe the storyline. You know what? I'm not even going to describe it in detail. Um, all I know, all I'm going to say is just look up Triple H, K, and Katie Vick on Google if you want to know. Um, if you already know what it was, then um. I'm I'm sorry that we had to share that experience. Um, but yeah, man, that that was that was bad, dude. Like that was I don't know what the intent was. I don't know if it was a punishment, but that storyline was just like, oh boy. But there's gonna be kind of like a no no type of structure to it. So uh I mean John, did what what storylines come to mind for you when you think of the worst? Mm. Worst storylines. Why am I thinking that uh, Dixie Carter AJ Styles affair? Oh God! No, oh my God! I forgot all about that shit. Um, Booker T versus Triple H. Um, Oh yeah. With that same with that same regard, Sonya Deville versus Naomi. I will never forgive y'all for WWE for that shit. No, no, man. No, not gonna lie, that was a good storyline. I'm not, I'm not oh gonna my lie. god! I, you know, because I wanted Naomi to rise up and defeat the the the, the, the demon, the devil, <laughs> Sonya Deville, oh. devil. Uh, oh de- my uh, god! What, what, what's what's that Disney character? Which one? Uh, the Sonya Deville or uh, the one on one on one Dalmatians? Oh, Cruella Deville. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I get it. Yo, I get it. How did I not catch that all these years, guys? That's crazy. That's why she's a menace. I get it now. My brain just broke, dog. And I'm already on spring break, so my brain turned off. But this nigga broke my brain when my brain was off. That's fucking crazy. Um, another storyline that comes to mind. Um, retribution. Um, yeah. That was a waste of time. Um, Free Ali again. Please, that man could be doing great things in another company. Um, any other ones come to mind? Just off the bat, off the top of your head. Say it again. I said, any other ones come come to mind off the top of your head? Hmm. Top of my head. Terrible. 
Uh, Mickey James, Michelle McCool, Layla, and they call her Piggy. They call her Fat, and they tossed the uh, 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 what you call it, Kool Aid on her head. Oh yeah, that is true. Um, let's see. I'm I'm trying to think. Um, anything involving Cody Rhodes in 2021 to 2022. Specifically, Anthony Agogo. Now, that's more of, I guess you could say that's more of a booking issue than a storyline, but it was, I mean, America versus Britain, and Anthony Agogo is a heel because he's from a foreign country. Let alone the fact he's Black, too. Um, yeah, no. Um, and then the last one for now... Um, Shit, I forgot. Um, what was it? What was it? What was it? Oh, when Miro was with Kip Sabian, that did absolutely nothing for that man at all. Um, that was a big waste of time. Obviously, once Miro broke away from him, everything changed. He became this god. Um, but yeah, man. Those are those are terrible, terrible, terrible storylines. Oh, I got one. I got another one. I got another one. Uh, I said it before in the show. It was a Abyss and a Desmond Wolf. And like, oh, TNA. Yeah. Like, oh, like Desmond Wolf, he like made this girl act like she was abused by Abyss and made Abyss get yeah. arrested. Yeah. Wait a minute. That just reminded me. So I didn't actually watch the show to know this, but you know, this is more recent TNA. And um Rosemary was getting married to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. They turn the lights off and a, a shot goes off. And they come back and the whoever Rosemary was getting married to was Kayfabe shot. And they ran a who done it storyline in well, and Tommy it? Dreamer was involved. And, uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Oh boy, what in the world was that? I I don't know, man. Niggas niggas got shot on wrestling, man. That's that's all I can say. Um, I don't know why TNA did that, but that nah, yeah, no, no. But bro, that's that company of real life is going through it, man. Like. I mean, I'm happy for Tasha Steeles and everything, but like, bro, their most recent main event on the pay per view was fucking Moose versus Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Heath Slater got a shot at Moose. Nigga, I could have done, bro, I could have got a shot at Moose. I love it, yo, bro. But honestly, <laughs> with the last wrestling storyline, this isn't even a storyline, bro. This is just some shit. I have to say this shit, bro. Control your fucking narrative. It's the worst thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Control your narrative. Listen, listen. The crazy thing is, bro, I'm gonna watch their first show, but not because I'm wanna I wanna be entertained by this shit, 
But I just want to see just how racist this and, and fucking shitty this, this show can be, bro. Because they got ECD, Braun Strowman, Killer Cross, Austin Aries. I guarantee you Tessa Blanche is going to make a fucking appearance. I guarantee you Joey Ryan and fucking, what's his face? Um, Mar- Marty Skrull is going to make a fucking appearance. Also, speaking of Marty Skrull. Oh, I'm about to air this motherfucker out, bro. I have, I'm, 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 it's on my mind, so I have to bring this shit up, right? So, I used to be in this wrestling discord, and I used to bring up, you know, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't, quote, unquote, I did it too much, but I would bring up issues of racism or sexual assault or things like that within the discord, because I'm like, these are conversations we need to have, and, you know, I made good points, and though there were some, there were some people in, the discord who you know like a lot of them were you know agreeing with me but the other ones you know are the 12 year olds and the virgins of the iwc not to bash virgins you guys are cool but like you know people who are bad with women or just people in general right so i find out during revolution that um one of my favorite women's wrestlers serena deeb is dating marty's girl so now she had to come off my list. And I was sick because I had to do the same shit with Tessa Blanchard. So I was talking about it in the Discord. And they were like, oh, so you just accused of Marty Skrull. And I was just like, and did please this um trigger warning for before I say this, ladies and gentlemen, but Marty Skrull literally admitted to drugging and raping a 16-year-old girl. So yes, he literally fucking admitted. So yes, he fucking did that shit. Is a piece of shit human being. It doesn't deserve fucking anything. And they were talking about, oh, well, the age of consent in the UK is 16. And I was just like, so that makes it okay to have sex with an underage child. Is that is that what you're saying? And this motherfucker said, yes, it is okay. And I'm just like, you know what? Nah. And it was like, oh, you always bring it up drama and wrestling. I'm like, because it's shit that needs to be fucking talked about. What do you talk? And they talking about wrestling. Only the wrestlers bring up the drama, right? And I'm sitting like, what? Like, so as a fan, I'm supposed to just sit here and just let shit happen and be okay with it because it's no. When there's issues, speak the fuck up about it. That's why motherfuckers don't like wrestling fans anyway because they they're white nerds, white virgins fat ass motherfuckers who sit on the laptop all day being fucking keyboard warriors trying to fucking defend racists and shit trying to defend all the motherfuckers who in the wrestling business who literally are pieces of shit human beings but then when somebody speaks up about it now they want to be oh no it's not our responsibility like shut the fuck up fucking dick sucking ass nigga shut the fuck up and then the thing, so I was just like, you know what, I'm leaving this Discord. Because it's like, it's been a couple of instances. And the thing that pissed me off the most, they talking about, it's always the podcast host. And I'm just sitting there just like, should I be petty? Should I be petty? Bro, John, Jalen, and Damien all told me to leave the fucking Discord. Before, don't say nothing, bro. And I was just like, bro, I was really about to air that motherfucker out before I left. So to anyone who was in the Cult of Personality Discord on Discord, um, some of you, I love y'all. You know, y'all were some great human beings. But, you know, the, the ones who I had issues with, bro, go to hell and suck a dick. Like, go to hell, bro. You, you end up in hell with all the shitty-ass wrestlers that y'all fucking defended. Because matter of fact, you motherfuckers defended Becky Lynch having box braids in the fucking hair. 
dick sucking bitches. I'm sorry, that got very explicit, even though this is a very explicit podcast anyway. But moving on, before I actually get truly, truly upset, and my OCD, depression, anxiety start to go crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to talk about this. Um, I have, I've said multiple times, I will never, ever, ever say anything positive about the 2021 to 22 Los Angeles Lakers. But ladies and gentlemen, we have to talk about how this nigga LeBron Ramon James Sr. is not human. I don't get it. I don't get it. I have never seen somebody to straight up fucking deny father time like this. I don't understand. On Saturday, a week ago, this nigga dropped 56, 56 points. And then last night against the Wizards, John's Wizards, I might add, they came back because LeBron dropped 50 motherfucking points. I don't understand. What drugs is he taking? What is he doing? I don't understand. The man is pushing 40 years old. And he's doing shit that most people my age or close to my age could never fucking do at his height and size. I don't understand. What is LeBron doing? How is he doing this? I don't know. But Jesus Christ, man. I I can't even describe it in words. Because this motherfucker is not human. Like, you cannot sit here and tell me that LeBron James, I'm, listen, Gloria James is not his real mother. I'm telling you, that man, listen, listen, I don't know where the fuck he came from, bro, but that man is not from planet Earth. That nigga came on a UFO or something, dog. I don't understand, man. Like, we was talking about Beyonce and Jay-Z with the Illuminati shit, bro. We should have been looking at LeBron ass the whole time. How is he this damn good? He this damn old. Like, and then people talking about, oh, what about Tom Brady? You're going to sit here and really compare Tom Brady quarter, being a quarterback. Oh, this motherfucker dude at the most is drop back, not to disrespect the goal. But come on now, man. This LeBron fucking James. That I don't get it. But, John, how, how do you think LeBron is still doing this at this age? LeBron's doing well at his age because he takes he takes care of his body, and he did say he pays a million dollars a year to take care of his body, which I think is ridiculous. But like he takes care of it, man. He has a well professional athletic trainer, and uh, Alex Mancias, is that his name? I think so. Yeah, and. Uh, LeBron, he just takes his health to a whole nother level. That's why he performs so well. And he doesn't, like, he doesn't play now like he used to do in Miami, where he just go 1v1 and just take over and just use his, like, spectacularism to outshine everyone. He uses IQ to outshine everyone. It's freaking crazy how he does it. So, uh, LeBron is just different, man. He's just a different human being. You just got to let LeBron just be LeBron, man. There's just nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah, because, like, I mean, again, like, I will never, ever give the Lakers any credit for anything. I will give LeBron credit, man, because, I mean, look, if we look at the fucking stats yesterday, bro, I mean, 
Russell Westbrook, no comp. You know what? I'm not even going to go there today. I'm, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to cut Russell Westbrook some slack today. The only reason is because I spent a lot of my energy on, you know, that, that whole discourse situation, man. But Russ, Russ is ass, man. Um, Austin Reeves was hooping. Fucking Malik Monk was hooping, man. Um, it still don't sit right with me seeing Stanley Johnson win basketball games. I don't like it. I do not like it at all. But, you know, go LeBron, man. Um, but, go LeBron. Go LeBron. yeah. Now, I'm still playing and plotting on the Lakers' downfall. But, I mean, it's not LeBron's fault. But we knew that anyway, man. I mean, the niggas averaging 38 and 6 as a 37-year-old. I don't understand, man. Like, LeBron, I don't – I think he's averaged at least 25 since his second year in the league. This is year 19, dog. Go 19 years. You failing, man. For 18 years, this man has averaged at least 25 points. For 18 years, this man has made consecutive all-star starter appearances. I don't understand. He was killing niggas when he was young, and he killing niggas when he old. I don't get it. I don't get it. But speaking of killing niggas, man, our next NBA topic, we did Brooklyn, the Brooklyn and Philly is the brand new rivalry in the NBA. And, you know, we haven't really, you know, went in detail and discussed it. But no, we we, we got to talk about this. Um, First things first, I said it the day it happened, but f- f- Brooklyn won that trade by a fucking landslide, dude. Not to say that James Harden is bad or anything, but I mean, dude, think about it. Seth Curry went the fuck off, man. Like, Seth Seth Curry popped off. I think he had, what, 24, 24 points, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, 24, um, for five steals at that, four threes, Kyrie went off, KD went dumb, man, that shit was just crazy, like, and looking, looking at Philly, I mean, Joel B, he had 27, but he shot poorly, like, he shot eight, I think, five or 17, um, Tyrese Maxey played like shit, Tobias Harris, um, no comment. Matisse Stiebel played like shit too, man. But the one motherfucker we gotta talk about is James Harden. Like, and I, I was watching, I was watching the clip from Undisputed, even though I really hate shows like that. But Skip Bayless made a really good point, man. When it comes to games that matter, or like the series games, whether it be the regular season or the playoffs, James Harden always does this. Like he shot what? Um, he shot three of seventeen from the floor, and he had four turnovers. Right, and he kept forcing shot after shot after shot, looking like the James Harden we know. And you know, I just kind of feel like at certain as at some point. We need to have a serious conversation about the impact that James Harden has on winning basketball teams. Because historically, because everybody will look at the stats specifically and say, oh, he's averaging like 28 in the playoffs. So what are you talking about? But I'm like, in close out games, they literally fold every single time when James Harden is leading the team. 
Now, in regards to last season, I will cut Harden some slack because he was injured, but, I mean, he still played like shit. But the only reason they didn't make the finals was because KD needs to wear the correct fucking shoe size. Now, here's who's to say that Brooklyn would have won the chip? Like, I know I, I, I've always said, like, hey, if Brooklyn would have beat – um. What's it called? Um, Milwaukee, then they would have had, they would have won the title. We don't know. I mean, because I'd always trust KD, always. Um, Kyrie was hurt, but I mean, look, KD literally showed he could carry that team on his back. Because even Blake Griffin was hooping a couple of times, but Harden, I do not trust Harden in big time games and big time situations. And I don't think I ever will. So I definitely think that. Um, Brooklyn won that trade by landslide. No, again, not not to say James Harden is shit, but I mean, Brooklyn beat the shit out of them. Ben Simmons wasn't even playing, man. So if they get when when Ben Simmons does play and he gets the playmaking improves and the defense improves in Brooklyn, and I I guarantee you we're gonna get a Brooklyn and Philly matchup probably in the first round. Brooklyn is gonna fucking slaughter Philly, dude. But, John, what do you think about this, this rivalry? Like, who do you think won the trade for sure? And then, like, where do you stand on James Harden when it comes to big games like this or just in general? Um, Philly got clowned. Philly looked – the whole front office of the 76ers just looked like – I don't know. It, they look – Idiotic at the moment. You gave up Seth Curry, who's a great role player, great starting player, for James Harden, who most likely, after a loss, will go to the club with Lil Baby and other rappers and shit. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think James Harden wants to win a ring. I think he just wants to boost his popularity and profile. Meanwhile, Kevin Durant, he was hooping. Like, he, he wants to win a ring this year. Right. Kyrie was hooping. And it's an away game. He was hooping like he, he, he's been hooping like he plays both home games and away games. Like, he never missed a beat. And then Seth Curry was just out there trying to kill the Philadelphia. Talking shit to the to Philadelphia's bench, probably talking to the talking shit to the coaches too, including his father-in-law. Like Seth, that was Seth Curry's. Like he he circled that game on the calendar. He really did, and it was just uh watching that game was just crazy. They were up by twenty at the end of the first quarter, and then they were up by. 30. It won the game by 29. But a 30 point win is just ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know why Austin Rivers, I mean, I don't know why Doc Rivers hates his uh, sons, you know, because he traded his birth son and his son-in-law. I don't, I don't get it. Well, I mean, he didn't trade him Seth Curry. I forgot. He's not the, um, what's it called? But like, he just doesn't get along with the men in his family. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. But I just find it hilarious that Harden always chokes around Curry, dude. That shit is funny. 
that shit is hilarious. But our last topic of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it has to be said, this season, the Eastern Conference is better than the Western Conference. Yes. Absolutely, man. Um, so here, here, here's some more reasons for saying this. Now, with Phoenix, I think they beat – it was the game where they beat Miami, and they're the first team in the, in the league thus far to clinch playoff contention. Cool, right? Phoenix has 53 wins. The next after them is Memphis with 46. And it's it's not even close, you know, like just just going down from Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Utes. Okay, let's just go down the list, right? For all of the play the playoffs to the play. Phoenix has 53 wins, Memphis has 46, Golden State has 45, Utah and Dallas both have 41. Denver has 40, Minnesota has 38, the Clippers have 35, the Lakers have 29, and the Pelicans have 27 wins. But let's let's look at the East. Miami has 45 wins, Milwaukee has 42, Philly has 40, Chicago has 40, Boston has 41, Cleveland has 38, Toronto has 36, Brooklyn has 34, Charlotte has 33, and Atlanta has 32. The the East has been going off, and it's so competitive. Like it's got it's so competitive to the point where the Pistons and the Magic are competing for worst team in the league. That's just how competitive the East is. And looking at how things, it, so looking at the playoff picture, because obviously the playoffs start next month. Um, looking at the play in, um, the Lakers. And Pelicans are playing, and obviously the Lakers, I mean, dude, come on. They got to win that game. But they will be playing the loser of whoever loses between Minnesota and the Clippers. And let me just say this now, dude. If they run into Minnesota, it's wraps. Like, Minnesota's actually become a decent team now. The Clippers are too, but I mean, come on, man. They don't have Kawhi or Paul George. So for them to be the AC, is still crazy. If they see either of them, they see either of them two teams, it's over. It's over. And then looking at it, I mean, like, it's the Jazz and the fucking Mavericks, man. Who cares? That matchup ain't going to be shit. Golden State and the Nuggets, that matchup ain't going to be shit. And it's, it's going to be probably Phoenix versus either Minnesota or the Clippers. That's not going to be a good matchup. Actually, no, no, no. Well, yeah. And then it's going to be Memphis versus either the Timberwolves or the Clippers. That's not good. Nobody wants to see that shit. But then look at the East, man. We got Chicago and Boston. Philly and right now, Philly and the Cavs. Milwaukee and whoever is the winner of um, Toronto and Brooklyn. And then Miami is playing either Charlotte Atlanta, Toronto, or Brooklyn. Those are all going to be fucking fire ass. Well, outside of Toronto, but like, or outside of Toronto and Atlanta, but those are all going to be fire ass series, man. So the East is better than the West this season. But uh, John, what are your thoughts on the East versus the West this year? I said, I said, I said this earlier. I said the Eastern Conference is more competitive than the Western Conference, and I mean the Eastern Conference. 
the playoffs are going to be fire. Fire, man. It's going to be fire. Uh, for the plan, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be... Uh, yeah. Brooklyn and Charlotte. And then you're going to have Heat versus Charlotte. Bucks in Brooklyn. And then Sixers and Cavs. Bulls and Celtics. I think that's going to be very inevitable. Very yeah. But honestly, I feel like Brooklyn will push it to the sixth seed. I do. Well, I really want them to, man, because I, I need I need that Philly and Brooklyn matchup in the first round. Like, honestly, I wanted to – I would really like to see them in a, a higher, uh, higher round just because of the intensity levels. But, you know, I think that would be a – Fire ass first round matchup, man. But again, like I would rather prefer, like I would rather see it in the conference finals, just because since that rivalry can't is probably going to get so heated, especially at a point in the season where they have to be at the top of their game, and emotions are going to run high. I, I definitely would like to see that. But as long as we get the matchup in general, I'll be fine. But um, so with that being said, John, who do you? Who do you think is coming out the East? Like, who has the best shot at coming out the East? Uh, either Miami or Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, it's literally that hard. It's it's that hard to pick. Like the the top four seeds, honestly, because here's the thing: the first seed, the second seed, the third, the fourth, the sixth, and the eighth seeds all have legitimate cases at being in the NBA finals. In the West, the only people, the only teams that have a shot are Golden State, Phoenix, and Memphis. Five teams in the East could potentially make the finals. Or is it six? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, because honestly, I mean, I could see Cleveland possibly making it too. Well, so yeah, so um, five out of five, five out of the eight playoff teams if could Brooklyn, potentially. If Brooklyn gets their shit together. Like, the East is stacked. So... I mean, whoever whoever they play, I'm, the Eastern Conference will win the NBA title this year. Let me let me just say that right now. Um, I mean, Golden State was my pick at the beginning of the year, and they're my pick for the finals, of course. But um, as of late, um, they're they're three and seven in their last ten games, man. Um, Steph right now is um. I mean, he's gotten out of the slump recently, but I mean, that slump was bad, dude. Like it, it was, it was bad. Like it, it was fucking, it, it, it was really rough to see, man. So, I obviously I don't think that Steph is gonna play like that come playoff time. Of course not. But I mean, we're still only seeing like glimpses 
of Clay. Um, Clay is not, you know, playing like Clay Clay yet, which of course is to expect. I mean, he's still, you know, getting his. I mean, he hasn't played in two years. And not to say Clay Thompson has been playing good. He's he's been playing outstanding basketball, but he's not at that All Star Clay Thompson level that we know he can be at yet. And that's gonna come with time. And I don't know if that'll happen this season. Yet. I don't know. Maybe next season. Because what is his what is his season high so far? Um, let me check. Um Clay Thompson. Um, let's see how because I mean he's averaging about 17 a game, which is perfectly fine. Um Oh, well, he's we had a 33 point game, 33. But at the same time, I mean, like, I mean, Clay is gonna, he's gonna get there. He's gonna get there. Maybe not now. So I definitely think an Eastern Conference team is winning the finals. But uh, what do you think, John? You think a team, you think, you think so? About the East? Repeat that question one more time. Um, do you think an Eastern Conference team is winning the title this year? Yes. Yeah, again, that's that's not a knock on those t- those top three teams in the West. Um, I mean, outside of Phoenix, I will always bash Phoenix because y'all ruined my fucking summer. But um, yeah, if it's not if Golden State or Memphis does not make the finals. We get a clean sweep, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm I'm just saying that now. If Golden State or Memphis does not make the NBA Finals, whoever in the East, whoever comes out the West, they're getting swept in the Finals. I'm I am predicting that right here, right now. So we gotta we 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 in that last stretch. We in that last stretch, and I can't wait to see how the rest of the season plays out in the East. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of Hoopex. I hope you guys enjoy, and we will see you all next week.